0: Welcome to On Texas Football, I'm Bobby Burton, joined for today's Lunch with the Coach with two-time state championship uh, head football coach Brian Irwin, uh, formerly of the Lamar Cougars. Uh, Brian, the Lunch with the Coach brought to you by Laura Baker over at Keller Williams. Uh, Brian, you and I talk, uh, you know, every so often. I called you at halftime on Saturday, and you and I, are, you, I didn't see it in your eyes, you're kind of reflecting on that conversation and you were saying, my goodness, they just got to keep running the ball. They got to keep running the ball uh, and figure out what's going on here uh, and keep it keep it going. But the, the Longhorns were up 17-7 at half. Then they went up twenty seven seven by the end of the or right near the end of the third quarter before the whole onslaught of Kansas State began. I want to start with this. Okay, describe to me what you're thinking as a coach because Steve Sarkeesian and his team. In that five-minute period, from the last two minutes of the third quarter to the first two minutes, three minutes of the the fourth quarter, their head had to be spinning. Mm-hmm. What what you're, you're going through that as a coach, and you're seeing a, a twenty-point lead erased in mere minutes. What 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 are your think? What are you even thinking at that point?
1: We used to have a saying: "Hold the rope, let it burn, but don't let go." And that's where we were the other day. We we were holding the rope. And um, it was burning, but we just couldn't let go. And and those are the things you got to hang on to because at that point in time, it was going to be one of those resiliency things. Uh, you know, our team's tougher than yours. This team's different. Our culture. Uh, by by, we, by the time we got to that point in the game, the the great win was in the past. We we just need to win, right? So um, hold the rope, let it burn, but don't let go, and figure out a way to get your quarterback back in rhythm, uh, figure out a way to get your quarterback back some confidence. And uh, that's where we were struggling. We just didn't have that rhythm and confidence uh, right there from that point on in the game.
0: But, but I take you, after they tie it, miss the the extra point or don't even attempt it because it bounces off the, the holder's head. Uh, I'm sure you've seen that happen before, but it was very fortuitous for Texas that it happened right that moment. Very much. Um, but you, you think about that, the next drive, you said, hey – go back out there and make your quarterback comfortable. Malik Murphy leads Texas on a go-ahead field goal drive. Mm-hmm. Through two passes to, to Adonai Mitchell, Jonathan Brooks mixed in some runs, so did Cedric Baxter. Mm-hmm. And then he completes a key fourth down call to JT Sanders. Now, clearly, there he missed Xavier Worthy by 10 yards on an out, a deep out, and then yeah. – um, you know, whatever the one was where Xavier Worthy was likely interfered with, but still Malik Murphy who had thrown two interceptions mm-hmm. and looked shaky for most of the second quarter on. See mm-hmm. Steve Sarkeesian mustered enough out of him in the backups to go down there and score. What what were your thoughts? Was that did that surprise you? Did you say, okay, now we're going? I mean, what, what were your thoughts on that score?
1: Um we had no choice. I mean, at that point in time, yes, our running game. I, I'm really thrilled with where our running game is right now. I thought we took leaps and bounds on Saturday. I feel like we were really moving the line of scrimmage. I like what Cam Williams brought to the table. I told you that at halftime, and I and I yeah. really believe that he did some great things. Our running game and our and our old line and moving line of scrimmage was great. But at that point in time, we're all in. You know, he's all in on Malik. We're all in on on. We yes, we still gotta be able to throw the football, move the chains with the football. We still gotta get the ball to Zager. We still gotta get the ball to Adonai. Uh we still gotta get the ball, you know, to, to Brooks in space. So, you know, you just gotta let them hang right there and go all in and say, you know what, it's uh all gas, no brakes. And uh, that's our that's our motto, that's our belief system, and and uh it's too late to change now.
0: All right, I wanna go back and recount a little bit of that, what happened after uh uh, Malik led him on that field goal drive and how the defense uh, did or didn't do but first we want to say thank you to our sponsor that's Laura Baker at Keller Williams. Laura is a Austin real estate expert. Uh, if you uh, have are, are in need of a home, want to sell a home anywhere within the Austin area, give Laura a call. Uh, she's not only a great real estate agent, also a great Longhorn as well. I'm sure she needed a defibrillator on Saturday like most of you. Uh, Laura can be reached at 512 512- seven eight four zero five zero five that's five one two seven eight four zero five zero five or reach out to her at Laura at andy all right Brian now let's go forward in that game and you we talk about it k State gets the ball back they go down drive the the length of the field but the Texas defense stiffens or again in the red zone mm-hmm. and k State comes up zero mm-hmm. the next possession Texas goes to three and out Essentially, no time comes off the clock. K State gets it back and has to drive deep into has to drive into Texas territory. Your thoughts on the defense those last two drives? Because look, they could have they could have laid down mm-hmm. at that point in time their backs were against the wall, and they didn't at all.
1: Yeah, our defense. Uh, I got no problem. The last two drives, we did what we had to do. Uh, you, you understand? You, you can't. You can't give up the big one. You can't get beat deep. You can't have a – you're trying to limit your explosives. Um, that's That form of two-minute defense is, is tough to play. I mean, it's tough to call. Our defense did what they were supposed to do, did what they had to do. Uh, the name of the game is we'll give them three, don't give them six. That's, that's the name of the game, Bobby, at that point in time or at any point in time during the game. We'll give them three, don't give them six, and that's what our defense did. They missed the first one. They made the second one, but again, that goes back. It's on the offense. Offense got a chance to close out the game. Go close out the game. The reason we won that game and we were we were in that game and ahead in that game for so was our defense played stellar. Our defensive line. You talking about playing some big time defensive line? We look like Alabama. We look like Georgia. We look like those kind of guys. We're compressing space. We're stoning the running game, and and our defense played outstanding.
0: Uh, Kansas State, you mentioned the run, run defense. Kansas State, 39 yards rushing, I believe. Yeah. Um, and they were fourth in the country in rushing offense with 200 plus yards per game. It's the mm-hmm. first game all season Kansas State hasn't rushed for at least 100 yards. Texas ha- holds them less than half of that. Yeah. Uh, you're not wrong about those guys. Uh, let's let's go forward to to overtime. Malik misses a slant, hits the hits the the defensive end, gets in the way of it. Uh, then there's two other plays just not, not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Burt Auburn comes in. Man, would you have pictured him hitting 4-4 four four after early? You're, you're clapping. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's hard. I mean, with all the momentum going K-State's K- way because they came down and hit that last second field goal, then go to overtime. Texas goes three and out. And so it's a long field goal, relatively mm-hmm. speaking, for overtime. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it would have been – if if Texas would have missed that, somebody – I mean. Three or four, he had a reasonably decent day, but he went four for four. Then we put Texas back on the defense again. In the first play, they find they find a, 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 a seam up the middle. But yeah. then there's that four down defense. Uh, your thoughts on Texas on that last uh, stand, in your opinion, Brian?
1: So I'll, t- I'll say two things. One goes back to Burt Auburn and and what we talked about in our first lunch with the coach prior to the season starting and how boring i was that day uh to most of my friends and most of our fans because all we talked about special teams but our special teams our kicker and and Bert auburn what he did from last year to this year and how he's how he's progressed and what he's doing for us is a championship style kicker our punter and our punting game uh the entire special teams unit yeah we had a major hiccup the other day we got a punt blocked and then the statistics say i'm the old frank beamer guy You know, I I, I studied special teams as much as I studied offense and defense. But Frank Beamer, I read his book, The Guide to Special Teams, years ago. You get a punt block, you're going to lose 90% of the time. That's what the statistics say. We overcome those odds. But uh, with all that being said, Burt Auburn, uh, Sanborn, those guys are big-time players for us, and they're helping us win games and hopefully help us win a championship. The second part of your question, our defense down there on the goal line, Bobby, was – There's two things that I'm so impressed with, especially on the last play. They fully expected us to be in man coverage, and we weren't. We were playing a zone bracket coverage. Number one receiver releases inside of Watts. Watts turns him loose. They send a guy to the flat. They're thinking they're gonna get the flat play open because basically they're running a rod right there, okay? One goes inside, two goes to the flat. They're gonna hit the flat, walk in the end zone. Well, we turn number one loose. Watts sits on the flat route. Safety gets over the top of number one. He's got nowhere to throw the ball. What a great call, not playing man coverage in that situation. The zone call was beautiful in that bracket coverage. The second thing I want to say about that play, Byron Murphy, Byron Murphy, Byron Murphy. That's what championship clubs do. The way he came off the ball and he caused complete disruption. He, along with the the secondary and the call that was made,
0: outstanding. Got it. I, I... And then euphoria, right? What yeah. What did you
1: do, Brian? Did you throw your hat in the air? <laughs> uh, I was, I was pretty, pretty excited. I was pretty happy. We lived to play another day. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I'm speaking with Brian Irwin, former two-time state championship winning coach uh, for the Lamar Cougars. Brian, I want to ask you a couple other questions as we go forward here. Um, a lot of uh, back and forth with, on Malik Murphy. Uh, mm-hmm. And rightfully so. I mean, Sark calls it the most important position on the team. So critiquing his play, is there he yes, clearly sir. clearly shows talent and assets that are you're like wow i mean the the passes a couple of those passes to Adonai mitchell down the field yeah. were just beautiful right um but you you take the bad with the good and some of the bad was really bad what, what give me two or three things that you're seeing out of malik that maybe the average fan right now is not seeing from a from a former uh, offensive coordinator qb coach et cetera, that you were in at uh, your stops across the state
1: i think some of the things are things everyone can see he's thrown off platform a lot thrown off his back foot a lot his feet aren't textbook um some of those throws though are RPO throws and that's the way you throw them you got to find the window you have to find the arm slot to fit it in the window like like i said that last. One of those passes on in overtime got knocked down. And so that's why he's making those different arm slot throws. But uh, I like to see him set his feet when he when he can set his feet and make throws. Uh the pass that came up woefully short to Xavier out on the sideline. You know, I, I didn't go back to look at it a ton, but I would it starts with your feet. It starts with your, your platform. Seeking the truth never gets old. Um, number two, I'd love to see him lean on uh, JT Sanders more. Uh, I think a tight end can be a quarterback's best friend. JT was open. We hit him that one time on another play that we threw to Ad and I. Uh, I think it might have been the one that got knocked down. JT's wide open on the left hand side in the flat. JT's such a big body. We can we can throw controlled routes to him. You know, we can throw the ball over the middle. We can we can run choice routes with him inside, outside. I'd really like to see him lean on him. Um, the other thing as, as I'm sure most everybody saw the other day, what I got real concerned about was he he lost a lot of confidence um, in in the you know second half of that football game. He had zero confidence. He was he had that look in his eye like, oh, this is not this is not good. Um, and um, that's hard to reverse. That's hard to get that thing turned back around. So um, yeah, I like to see lean on JT. Sanders a little bit more. let's lean on our running game. Uh, continue with the RPO stuff, uh, but uh, he's got to get a swag back. You know, I mean, you can take the field swag, but uh, you, you got to have it in the third or fourth quarter too. So he's he's got to get a swag back.
0: Uh, it, uh, you know, Brian, I, I'm t- I'm thinking of it and going back through the game. I thought he was missing on some crossing routes too mm-hmm. that, that typically are pretty easy, right, for for mm-hmm. quarterbacks to hit. And when he started missing those, yeah. It like problems started to amplify. Do you agree with that?
1: It started probably sometime in the second quarter. Yep. I remember the announcer talking about he, he missed behind some throws, behind and short. And, and yes, that, that's where the problem started uh, revealing itself. And that's where, you know, really honestly in the second quarter, Bobby's where we with seven minutes to go rough in the second quarter, we're up 17 nothing with the ball. I'm thinking we're going to go in 24 nothing at the half. I wrote it down in my notes three times. All right, we're going to go down in twenty-four nothing. All right, we're going to go in twenty-four right, nothing. You know, we're going to go in twenty-four, and we didn't score on three drives in a row. We had a chance to go up by twenty-four. Then we get the punt blocked, and now seventeen to seven. It started unraveling right there in the second quarter. Him missing some easy throws, us not converting, uh, having some silly penalties, things like that. It just compounded on us.
0: You mentioned uh, Cam Williams, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't just Malik Murphy the backup that uh, quarterback. I mean, Cam Williams in for Christian Jones. Uh, yeah. He, you were talking about him at halftime to me, like we talked about. Uh, he had a great game, except for those penalties. Yeah, right. All
1: um, cool starts. Yeah.
0: The offensive line though was moving the K State defense.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we were moving them, uh, especially in that you know when they were playing the odd defense, which was they primarily play. That that four technique, the head up guy on our offensive tackle, whichever side, whether it's Kelvin Banks' side or Cam Williams' side, they were just mauling him, and uh, we were getting a lot of movement. Uh, very successful with the counter game both ways. Um, so uh, really pleased with with where offensive line played. Yeah, Cam had three false starts, but three false starts is not going to cost you a ball game. You know, it just it just shouldn't. It, it can't. He played well enough to overcome that. You know you're going to have one or two with a first-time starter anyway. I don't see that as a big deal at all. do not concern me at all. I like to see that big human being moving people is what I like to see.
0: <laughs> He's big isn't <laughs> me, Brian. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he makes DJ Campbell look small.
0: <laughs> he does. All right. Hey, Brian, the next thing I want to talk to you about is this. Uh, Kansas State, about – I mean, Will Howard said it. We just talked about it. He mm-hmm. literally said, we decided we can't run on them. And, you know, we just we knew we were going to have to pass and get back in this game. Mm-hmm. Texas clearly decided, and Pete Kwiatkowski and the defensive coordinator went in this game and said, we're not going to let them run. Mm-hmm. For a team, the, the opponent, to then go, okay, well, we're just going to air it out all game long, like mm-hmm. Kansas State decided to do, not every team can do one or the other and be so good at one and then come back the other way. Right. Um, maybe that's part of what makes Kansas State a good team in the first place. Yeah. They can beat you a couple different ways, but the Texas defense was still getting pressure, still making plays. But boy, that Kansas State offense got clicking. What what happened to the defense? there? were they just out of sync, or, or what? What was going on?
1: I think we are out of sync. You know, big big mo hit us. Uh, pretty hard uh we we throw the silly pick on the screen i mean Malik's gotta just throw the ball at the feet of the back we, we're throwing the ball away in bounds we did it last week we we can't throw the ball away in bounds if you're gonna throw the ball away throw it you know three rows into the bleachers or throw it at the feet of the back on the screen so we throw the pick right there they go down the score you know right away then we get the ball back and we, we're, we're moving the ball a couple of good run plays and then jonathan fumbles so then back to back, then boom, they hit us on the on the seam route, you know, down the middle. I think big Mo just started going against us and, and the, the avalanche was on. Um, but but overall, you know, yeah, we gave up a couple passes, but overall our defense I thought played outstanding. And, you know, the name of the game is to to take away if they're right handed, take away the right hand, make them play with the left hand. And that's what we did. And we didn't stop the run. By committing any extra into the box, we stopped the run with you know five and a half six guys in the box, not with a loaded box and trying to play eight man fronts and things like that. We did it with just a a normal four down two inside backer look. So uh, that's the positive. They realized they couldn't run it. We took away their strength, forced them to throw the ball, and and they got they got a great quarterback. They had some good receivers. They made some plays. The the play on the sideline where we missed the tackle, then Taft comes in and misses the tackle and he spins out. What a play! I mean that that's just hats off to him.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the other team has good players, too. Yes, and, they do. Especially a team like Kansas State that, you know, defending Big 12 champ, it's not like they're – and yeah. good coaches, by the way. Chris Kleiman, my goodness, had a tremendous yeah. success. North Dakota State already got Kansas State where they're at in the Big 12 right now. So, Very much so. I, sure. I, I agree with you. Uh, the, the other thing I, I would add is this. Uh, you know, we talk about injury, and we talk about playing through injury. Mm-hmm. Ethan Burke comes back. Uh, after having a slight little surgery on his knee, meniscus, right? Because okay. it's torn, comes back and plays just a whale of a game, Yeah, right? Uh, Keaton Crawford is out. Michael Taft plays more. Derek Williams plays more. Jaron mm-hmm. Thompson's on the field all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like, it, and I mentioned, we just mentioned about Cam Williams, it, the depth of the Texas roster is showing up and mm-hmm. still, still playing pretty good football. You know, yeah. yes, they made some turnovers, but the, the team as a whole is still playing pretty good football, even now that we're going into some backups or, or people are getting injured, et cetera.
1: Yeah, now we see, that, you know, the quality of our depth, the importance of of having depth, the importance of stacking class after class after class, and then the importance of the portal and going and getting some needs and stacking some some talent, not only talent, but stacking some depth. And that's what we've done in the secondary, you know, with – yeah, we, with Catalan, hopefully we get him back. Uh, you know, but the cornerback position, we've stacked some some depth there, and um, so you know, w- between recruiting with between the the portal and and our coaching staff and, and Sark and those guys, just a one top notch number one recruiters are not selling for anything less than the best. Uh, that's why we're in this position because now we have that kind of depth uh, to sustain those injuries and 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 get us deep into the season where where we can still be playing at a high level.
0: Uh, you mentioned Catalan. I, I forgot to even mention him during that that uh, discussion. Steve Sarkeesian on th- Thursday said, hey, he came back to practice.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's
0: a, that's a positive side. Uh, we got a couple more questions here for Brian that I want to ask. Uh, but first I want to follow up and say thank you to our sponsor. That's Laura Baker of Keller Williams. Uh, Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com. If you're looking to move to, from, or within the Austin City Limits, Laura needs to be your first call for a realtor. She's really uh, outstanding at what she does. Great person. Great Longhorn as well. You'll appreciate her. Uh, 512-784-0505. That's 512-784-0505. Thank you very much, Laura, uh, for your help on this show as well. All right, Brian, the the thought process now goes towards TCU, right? Mm -hmm. You have to wipe all this. I mean, they, they... you know you win a big game like that in overtime. You've got to be excited as you can get, right? Mm-hmm. Now, back to work today, Monday. What What are you thinking as the coach? Uh, you've seen a little bit of TCU as well. What do we need to be looking forward to? What are your first thoughts?
1: TCU, night game, that's a tough place to play. I've been in that stadium a couple times the last four years, and, and uh, what a beautiful venue. Uh, but that, that's a tough place to play. Their fans are their fans are raucous and and their fans are are nasty to us and and they don't they don't want to see you know us come in there and be be their guys. Uh just a tough place to play is first and foremost. So night game, uh you know that they they can spread it out offensively. You know, they've got speed offensively and then defensively, they're physical, they're multiple. They they base out that three, three, five flyover stuff, and and uh, we've we've always had a little bit of a problem with that. So I think between Um, a night game between being um, a a tough crowd between the championship pedigree that TCU has uh, from last year and TCU has beat our hind tails many times. And I've been on, we've been on the sad, sad end of going to Fort Worth or them coming to Austin and then beating us. TCU is not going to back down. We just, we've got to be ready. We've got to take this one day at a time and, and, uh, Put our plan, put our preparation in place.
0: Scale of one to ten, how how badly do the Longhorns need Quinn Ewers back right now, in your opinion?
1: Uh, to to win a championship, it's a ten. Um, to win a championship, it's a ten. Uh, we we're not gonna we're not gonna win a championship playing the way we played this last week or the week before um at the quarterback position I don't want to be negative I just I just that's the way I see it I mean uh, you
0: can't you can't have the turnovers right is that right. The,
1: the turnovers case? the turnovers and the you know we've had a bunch of near misses also you know near uh, interceptions that were dropped um things like that we, we just can't have the turnovers we might have a fumble from Jonathan Brooks hey he 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 deserves some grace I mean the way he's played you know this year uh he, he's not a fumbler so backs are going to fumble every now and then we can overcome that but if it's time to throw the ball away, throw the ball away and, and um, you know, let's let's just move on to the next play. Like Sark said after the game, he, Malik's got to trust that he's going to get another opportunity. Sark is, is not done throwing the football with him. He, he's not done taking deep shots. He's going to get another opportunity. Throw that thing three rows deep in the stands. Throw that screen pass at the back's feet. Let's just go to the next play. Let's run to the next situation, move to the next play and and protect the football
0: got it all right uh that's brian Irwin, uh, uh state championship coach lamar cougars i appreciate you brian I, I got a couple of nice comments from folks uh while i was in austin uh visiting with people they said man i love lunch with the coach it's my favorite episode uh so uh, we appreciate you joining us awesome. awesome. all right but uh that's brian Irwin. i'm bobby burton that's been this week's lunch with the coach thank you also to laura baker of keller waves welcome okay.